0: Today, we're going to answer the question that comes up sometimes for people who are completely new to audiobook production, and that is, well, can I just record my audiobook on my phone? We're going to cover some of the basic topics that are related to this question, and I want to bring up that at the moment I'm speaking to you from a padded room. No, it's not because I'm crazy or have been institutionalized. It is because I am a voiceover professional, and so I have my own recording booth. Many people will record in places like Walk-In Closet, a place that has lots of soft padding around that's going to help with sound. But today we're actually not going to focus so much on the space itself, but on the question of, Can you record on your phone? As we all know, modern technology has created some amazing smart devices that we carry with us everywhere we go, as a general rule, and many of these come supplied with a voice recorder. There are also apps that you can download that are voice recorders, and so you may be thinking and wondering, well, can I just use one of those apps and... the job of recording my audiobook. So let's dive into this question. Today we're just going to consider a few aspects of this question. One is the quality of the recording itself. The second is the file type that you can create when recording on your phone. And the third is technical specifications that are actually related to your space And so those will factor in, and that's why I brought it up earlier. The first thing we'll cover is file quality, so the recording quality that you're going to create on your phone. Naturally, because phones differ, a cheaper phone is more likely to have a cheaper quality of microphone that's built into the phone itself, and therefore you're more likely to get an even lower quality of sound one of the things that we are that most impact the quality of sound in a recording is the microphone so you'll find that audio professionals always have a microphone that is not their phone or their even their built-in microphone on their computer it is in fact a separate microphone when we start talking about microphones In even greater depth, we start to get into different categories like USB microphones that plug directly into your computer versus microphones that have to go through an audio interface. Let's back up for a minute and just get back to the phone question. Right now, I'm speaking to you through a condenser mic that is going through an audio interface and then into software that is recording that audio. I'm now going to take a break from this microphone and record with my phone, and then we'll edit that into the podcast just so you can hear the difference between the recording on my phone and the recording that you're currently hearing. And just to note that the phone that I'm about to speak into is one of the higher quality Android phones, And I'm using the Voice Recorder app that is a part of that phone. This is a sample of me talking on my cell phone using the Voice Recorder app. And right now I'm still in that same padded room that I was in when I started the podcast episode. So first, we're going to just give you a sample of what it sounds like in this space and on the phone. Now I'm sure you're hearing a difference between the two microphones and what is possible with condenser mic or a mic that's going through an audio interface and one that is just going through the phone. Many audio professionals also will use USB microphones. They're cheaper to get started with, and it's uh, it can be a viable option depending on uh, what your conditions are around the microphone. So. We can, we don't rule them out entirely, and they definitely help. So I just want to let you know, and they're also not that expensive to use a USB microphone. I want to just put that in your thinking cap as a possibility if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I really want to record my own audiobook, but I've only got my phone. Well, there are other options that are not too expensive and will make a really big difference for that first sample that was recorded on the cell phone, there in the settings for the app, I left it at the default, which is good quality. So now let's hear a difference if we say that we want the best quality in the settings. This is what it sounds like when we request the best settings in the settings for the phone app. And I will just note that in at least in this app, and there are differences from one app to another, in this app you can only record either as an OGG file or as an MP3 file. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. As I mentioned in the sample recording that I just did, in that particular app you can only record to a limited number of Types of files, and this is very much related to the quality of the file. On this particular recording app, you can only get your only options are an OGG file or an MP3 file. An OGG file is a kind of container that allows you to play it in certain certain kinds of software. It'll play, for example, on Google Play, but it's not an easy file to. Um, to do much manipulation with. At least not in my experience. So the other is the MP3. MP3 is a compressed file. So it's basically taking all the information, the audio information and squashing it down so that it's smaller and fits better in a smaller place, can transfer more easily, take up less space on your phone and other places. There are some phone apps that will actually allow you to create a WAV file. A WAV file is your, going to be your, mo- your unprocessed file, so it has the most information, all the information that the microphone itself has gathered during the recording process. One of the other common file types that you'll see is an M4A, and that is slightly compressed, so it's squashed down a little bit, meaning they take out some of the information, so it's not quite as full as a WAV file would be. Now, if you're asking the question, can I record on my cell phone, all of this may just sound like a lot of overly technical detail. What I'm trying to convey here, though, is to give you an idea of what some of these parameters are and where the limitations are in terms of this very question, trying to answer your question about recording on your phone. Let's take a short break and then let's come back and we'll take a look at those other questions. Here at Pro Audio Voices, we love working with authors who have a big goal in mind. They really want to reach out to their audience around the world. We're here to help make that happen. It starts with our pre-production process where we're evaluating and determining what elements of the audiobook we can leverage to both create an excellent listener experience for your listeners, as well as drawing them to your website to engage with you further. It continues on through the production process, making decisions that will enhance and support your big goals, as well as creating a great listener experience. But we don't stop there. Once the audiobook is live, we move on to helping you market your audiobook with the Audiobook Marketing Program. Come check us out at ProAudioVoices.com. To schedule a call to talk about your audiobook project, click on Get Started. The next piece that I want to talk about is noise floor and room tone, and this is typically a really big issue when it comes to the recording that may be done on your phone or in other ways where you're really not thinking about or understanding how to manage your sound situation. So in this discussion, we'll include a little bit of talk about space, the space in which you are recording. But specifically, I want to give you an idea of what's even meant by room tone and noise floor and why it matters. Room tone is basically, if you were to be very still or even leave the room and leave your recording device recording the silence of the space, that is room tone. And you'd actually be probably amazed at how much noise there is in room tone. And it's picking up everything from, you know, external noises like the neighbor's dog or leaf blowers, things like that. But it's also picking up any lower tone vibrations. It could be an air conditioning unit or a heating unit or the refrigerator running. Any number of possible things that are contributing to the actual sound of the silence in the room when your space itself is more exposed to external sounds you're going to have likely an even higher room tone amount of room tone and volume of room tone okay the noise floor is basically like the where that layer of sound rests so It's, if you think of it as like a fog, okay, let's imagine a fog that is, it's sitting on the ground, maybe in a valley, for example, and you can see the top of the layer of fog. Imagine, if you will, that that fog is your noise that's happening in your room tone, and the noise floor is the top of that fog. In that Metaphor: What we're then expressing is that there is a, a limit to where it's okay in the audiobook technical specifications, like what is permitted, what will allow you to get your audiobook out into retail and distribution channels, is that your noise floor cannot be too high. If it's too high, it's going to get rejected. And there are numbers that are specifically related to what that means. And there are also other numbers around things like peak values. That means, like, how loud can it get before it will be rejected from an audiobook perspective? Because the audiobook retailers and and, uh, distributors are really wanting to have a great experience for their listeners, or their listeners are going to think, well, The quality of these audiobooks just isn't high enough for me. I'm going to go somewhere else. So it's a good thing, and I want you to recognize that it's really a good thing. It's helping you, I should say, these specifications are actually helping you to make sure that your audiobook is going to create a good listening experience for those who purchase it or rent it from the library. And so, it's really important to make sure that your audiobook is meeting these specifications. First, because it's not going to get distributed, at least in any retail or library channels, unless you do meet the specifications. And secondly, you should want to meet those specifications because that is going to help make sure that your product is of a high enough quality that people may enjoy it. Content aside, and as important as content is, it is very important to have a good audio quality experience. So that covers it for today. There are more related issues that we'll talk about in upcoming episodes. Thanks so much for joining us. And please always know that if you have questions about audiobook production and your own projects, please reach out to us at proaudiovoices.com. We're here for you because we really care about helping great stories come alive. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing learn more at ProAudioVoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.